All right. What's going on, guys? Welcome to The Hallway. My name is Jacob, and I'm with my co-host, Chris. Chris, what's going on? Hey, Jacob. What's up, man? What's up? We're in the hallway. We hanging out. We've made it. We're hey, out. man. So <laughs> I wanted to ask you. So I went to the into the office today, and yeah? I haven't been into the office in a long time, right? So I, I've been working <laughs> from home. Me, me and Chris worked together for a long time. Everyone knows about COVID. And I tell you what, man, going into the office is mad and convenient. I woke up. I'm like, damn, I got to get dressed. I yep. got I got to pack my lunch. Yep. What is going on here? Oh. I tell you what, man. Tra- transferring to the office, I don't I don't know what's going to go on with all of this, but uh, at least our our organization has been slowly like trickling towards the office. They're like, "Yeah, we're going to do Fridays, maybe go visit clients, all of this." But I don't know. You've been in the office since day 1, right? Yeah, man. Actually, I never stopped, bro. I I never stopped going. I my tasks require me to be on the spot and in the room every single yeah. day. But it's I mean, you. But you've been. Have you been working from home at all? Like a little bit uh, or no? I've been taking advantage when it comes to like. All right, I'm just like not feeling well this morning. You know, I'll mm, just go ahead and try to yeah. work from home. So I've kind of leveraged it that way. But besides that, no man, I've been there like every single day. Dude, grinding, grinding. grinding. My man is committed. Amen. It's almost like I've been seeing on social media, like people talk about, you know, uh, what was it? This meme the other day where it was like, oh, you know, we're we're thinking about going in, going in, uh, going back into the office. And then uh, it was like me. And it's kind of like, ah, I don't know. I don't know. And then uh, my boss is like, oh, yeah, let's let's work from home two to three days a week. And then me like, oh, wait, I'm I'm suffocating. Like, back up. I'm suffocating. Whoa, easy, easy. (laughs) Totally get it. Let's see if that transition fully happens, though. I mean, to those that still work from home, it's like, I don't know, it's a, it's a, at first it's tough, but at the end of the day, it's a blessing, you know? Yeah, no, exactly. And that's the thing. I think what happened through all this is that we proved that we can work from home and we can mm. be successful. So now you can't ignore the fact that uh, I can do it. So yeah. <laughs> let me do it a little bit here and there, you know? I'll yeah. give you a reason to keep the lights on, but coming in two to three or whatever but you know let me uh, take some liberties here yeah but i think that's what some of the bigger companies have been doing i mean what is it i, th- I think facebook is giving the option twitter's giving the option for people to permanently work from home i mean mm-hmm. all of these all of these big companies and i don't know i would almost think i was looking into this the other day but thinking about we work now so mm-hmm. think about their business model right their business model is they have you know uh office space and then you go as an individual or as a you know business or whatever it is and you rent out certain spots i think that could in the future be more relevant than ever because now it's like okay as a company i say all right you know i'm going to shut down all my businesses and now let me just (laughs) utilize we work when we want to do offsites right or when we want to get together yeah so that you know at a business before that might have flopped because i know that there was you know a huge thing around it could potentially um, be on the come up. Have you ever have you ever looked at a WeWork facility? Have you ever like seen one or searched it online? I haven't seen the WeWork uh, specifically, but I've seen other co-work like spaces, mm. and uh, they even have one in the mall down the road there. And it's like um, just come when you need stable internet, stable Wi-Fi, or you just want to host a meeting for a few people. And it's actually kind of perfect in a way. Yeah. So like. Breaking out of like traditional going to business, going to work vibes, you can kind of get into the, okay, when I need to go to an office, I will go to an office. 
mm-hmm. to meet with other individuals, or if I just want to come into somewhere to work with stable Wi-Fi, stable internet, and all of that. The one uh, I know there are a few companies that run headless like that, but then they mm. give like options where you can go to basically it's a coffee shop where they have mm. Wi-Fi, they have all the infrastructure needed to work, and you rent like a cube for a certain period of time. And I think that right there, that's a movement. It's either that or like, hey, let me work from home. But then you got to work out like, how do we finance it? Uh, does the company pay for like the yeah. space? And if you're not using the space, do we pay for your Wi-Fi at home? Mm, mm. You know, how do we how do we work that out? You know, I think that, I think that's a really good point. I mean, the Wi-Fi at home. I, I guess would it be acceptable if they paid like a portion of Wi-Fi? I mean, that would be interesting if they if they said, okay, you know, you're going to be working from home permanently, and if that's the mm-hmm. case, right? Every paycheck, I don't know if you get paid every two weeks, if you get paid every week, whatever it is, we're going to on average, right? You know, in our state. It costs this much for Wi-Fi. We're going to give you a portion of that because obviously it goes to some personal use, right? Yeah. So I think exactly. that would be that would be acceptable. But then, okay, if, if we're talking about Wi-Fi, what about electricity? What about water? Mm. What about plumbing? Right? I mean, hey, yeah, hey I, I take mean, shits at work. You know what I mean? That's like, what I'm saying. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's real, bro. It's real. <laughs> they got facilities there. They got people that come in and plunge that's that boy right. out. That's right. Man, I was in the office today. And I was walking through the common area and there was some facility guys there. And as I'm walking through, there's this lady on the phone and she's like, yeah, I need someone here. I'm walking to the group area that we had like booked or whatever. And she's Mm -hmm. like, yeah, we need someone here right now. Like I was in the lady's bathroom and, and you know, the toilet's overflowing, like water's going everywhere. And I'm walking, (laughs) I'm walking past and I'm like, yo, and then I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, she definitely just clogged the toilet, right? (laughs) (laughs) No, somebody did it, and I'm just I just caught it first. Whoa! Oh my gosh! <laughs> oh my gosh! But tell me this though, I, I don't yeah. know which location you got into today, but uh, we're now looking at what June 11th, right? Mm-hmm. What's the mask situation like over there? So where we are at work right now, they like I guess when you are walking around, you're supposed to wear a mask. So, you know, when you're going from, you know, to the bathroom or to get a coffee or to get some water or to do whatever you're going to do, you should be wearing okay. a mask. But when you're sitting where you are, you don't have to be wearing a mask. So, okay. but I mean, at the, at the end of the day, though, how many people are there? Like the, the capacity of the <laughs> office is probably like, let's say, I don't know, 200 at least. And mm-hmm. maybe 20 people are there. Right. So, yeah. <laughs> I mean, the point of wearing the mask, I think I think it's more of a precaution that offices are taking because think about the risk. Right. If you go through there mm-hmm. and then, you know, you say, oh, yeah, I got covid and they somehow trace it to the office, then potentially I don't know, but potentially the company's liable. So think about I mean, think about this. We, we kind of have a suing culture here in the United States. Like people like to sue yeah. each other. And I, I really think <laughs> that if that were to happen, someone were to able to prove it in one little bit sliver of the truth, <laughs> they would do it. They would do it. They yeah. would sue it. They would sue they it. They would. They would. I think like going deeper into that like that mm-hmm. culture, I think some parts of America, they have a suing culture that's mm. built off of a let's get something for free culture. Mm. And that let's get something for, for free culture, if it's strong enough, they'll find that little sliver. You're right. You're right. Yeah. So... That's crazy. And it's, 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 I mean, we're both American, right? But at the end of the day, yeah. if, if I feel like I was damaged in some way and I can get something for nothing, then 
I don't know. Yeah. It's like, why not? You know? Like, yeah. I mean, exactly. Yeah, if it's absolute gain for me and yeah. it doesn't, like, hurt me or cost me too much time to try to procure these said free things or yeah. free dollars, eh, you know? Eh. Why not? Yeah, go why for not? it. Why not? Yeah. Exactly. Um, so, so uh, you know, for those that don't know, me and Chris work for a German company, and I was I was at happy hour with some of uh, my German colleagues today, uh, right before this podcast, <laughs> and they were telling me, which I didn't know this. So you know how we have red and blue for our political parties, right? Yeah, yeah. Apparently, there are six different colors in Germany that are used <laughs> for their various political parties. Mm. There's okay. black, yellow, <laughs> green, blue, uh, light blue, which is a which is a sub party of blue, and there's mm. like one other one. I think it's purple. I don't. I might have said purple already. Yeah, yeah but yeah. I didn't know that there were six. And, and I wonder if that exists, like those different colors. That's that's insane. So apparently, it and it goes on the spectrum, right? So the very far yeah. left is like you know very radical and i'm not sure which where the colors represent but as you move ways, so. along that spectrum towards like extreme <laughs> left and then like moderate left and then like neutral and so on and so forth all the way to the conservative i, I didn't I know, know that they had that many colors and like that's how they you know yeah, break things yeah. down yeah well it's crazy here like in america we have the like the red the blue but the red the blue are the biggest and the baddest right mm. Mm. We have a bunch of other little things that fall into here and fall into there, but honestly, when it comes down to election day, our masses they they group towards one of the two. It's true because they never get anything done if you you know you pick uh, Joe Schmo from around the corner that happens to be purple or burgundy or whatever. Yeah, you know? but I think that's so unfortunate, man. Because if you think about it, I think that. Um, if you think of red and blue, right? Like obviously two different spectrums. So the way that they would view certain things, it's it's it, but it almost represents to me like the, their specific views on various issues. And it's like, okay, do you lean this way or do you lean this way? Lean this way. And I think that with all of the issues that were presented mm-hmm. within you know within our country and around the world. I don't think that there's always like a left or right solution. I think there's always like a middle solution. Yeah. yeah. And I think that people, and and it's almost like people just want to be part of something so badly that they just like lean towards this extreme right and this extreme left. Because I think that no matter what issue it is, it doesn't matter like what's left or right. It's like, okay, what logically makes sense based on the facts and everything that we have. And And that's the thing, you know, like uh, group think becomes really apparent when you start to talk politics sometimes Mm. a lot of ideas aren't like built from myself ideas are passed down or pushed through a group of people Mm. and if me and you kind of think the same but then 10 of us kind of think the same and we all capture a new idea from an outside source at the same time and one person tells us kind of how to think that we trust opinion Mm. We kind of ingest that and take it as our own in a way. And we may ponder over it for a minute and find one falsehood in it for a second. But then it smooths over easy because it's coming from someone we trust or mm. the group that we associate that we trust says, yeah, yeah it's kind of cool. You know, we're good. Yeah, just accept yeah. this like we do. So uh, I see what you're saying with like the too big. But yeah, and you think about your parents, like think about your parents as well and the political views that they have. Mm. Like they have such a huge influence on the way that we think. 
Definitely. And I mean, is that kind of where you were going? Like the, yeah. the people that you trust or like, were you saying like your friends as well or what are you? Yeah, yeah. So just like you're saying, there's a spectrum of trust, you know, um, mm-hmm. coming from your parents, I, I think at a certain age as well, that the spectrum shifts with age and knowledge, but coming from your parents is like, oh man, I trust my parents. They haven't led me astray. Yeah, if that's the situation. And mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This is, okay, their word is truth, and what they believe seems pretty solid. It's gotten me this far, so I'll continue to believe what they believe. So we'll associate yeah. and put ourselves into the same groups. And then anything that you tell me from there, yeah, all right, cool. It must be pretty good. Mm. I mean, and most things line up. That's what it is, you know. If mm. me and you are talking about rights, uh, obviously I'm going to slide into the, oh, yes, I believe in rights. Which then usually mm-hmm. kind of slides into that. I believe in women's rights. I believe in men's mm-hmm. rights. I believe in you know. So mm-hmm. as long as we're not bouncing too far out of the realm, that trust mm-hmm. will lock in the similar ideas with me. You know. Mm-hmm. When and and maybe a question to you. When did you challenge? So so you we were talking about you know the spectrum of trust and like coming from your parents and whatnot. And I think that you know when we're younger. Like, and what you said, like, what our parents say is truth. Mm-hmm. It's like, if they don't know the answer, then the answer doesn't exist, right? Exactly. Like, when we're five or six, like, if they're like, yeah, I don't know, then you're like, wow, the world doesn't know, like, what the answer to this <laughs> is. So, I mean, do you remember at what age when you started really thinking about the decisions that your parents make and or, or maybe the guidance that they would give you and you started to to challenge that like do you remember any any time you started like challenging that thinking yeah so so for me i kind of split the two so you 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 said two things there one is Mm. started thinking about it and two is actually Mm. challenging it for me i split Mm. that divide just a little bit because you know i'm i'm a non-confrontational guy you know i I things Mm. i try Mm. to stay smooth with my parents and all that so I'll ingest a lot of what they have to say and then think on it. And I'm sure I'll agree with a decent bit of it. But every now and then there's a thing or two that pops just like, ah, I yeah. feel otherwise, but I'm going to keep my mouth shut because we're at a family gathering or something. And, you know, yeah. we don't really need to dive into how I feel about it. But then sometimes it requires a little bit of action where, okay, I, I we need to sit down and talk so I can express how I feel. And maybe that'll change your heart because the trust at a certain age starts to kind of flow both ways or should maybe, you know, Mm. it all depends Mm. on your relationship that you have, you know? So, Mm. uh, I'll give you an example of one. Um, sure. Recently, the new minimum wage in Florida, uh, -hmm. got passed where it jumps to $15 an hour. Um, over years, right? Yeah. Over over like three or four years, something like that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So we get a dollar increase every year all the way up to, I think 2025 or something like that. And I, was pro. I I was I was pro. Actually, mm-hmm. no, sorry. I was against it. Oh, you were against. Yeah. Okay. And okay. My father was for it and I was like, "Okay. Ah. We kind of broke it down. We broke it down." You see, mm-hmm. and it took all without getting too deep into it. It took a second. No, what dude, say say what you want to say. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so here's the the gist of it. He was giving me the um Actually, you know, let me hear what you have to say about it first, and then I'll give yeah. you kind of how I feel. Sure, sure. So if we're talking about specifically, you know, and I think the minimum wage, I don't think it's just Florida, right? I think it's the United States. Mm-hmm. So well, it's, it's the United States. It was passed in Florida first, so it, it's statewide. Ah, okay. So, yeah. I don't okay, think it okay. passed on a United States level yet. 
Okay, okay. Yeah. But Florida specifically, all right. Mm-hmm. And, and, and the thing is, I think about it in a way that I guess, I th- and I think any natural human would, I think about how it would affect me. Because I think the most clear example mm-hmm. and the example that people use the most around $15 an hour is like, okay, now when I go to McDonald's to get my Big Mac or, what, or my double cheeseburger or, I'm sorry, McDouble or whatever it is now, <laughs> um, I'm going to be paying that guy 15 bucks an hour to flip my burger. Right, and if that's the case, what are they paying now? Seven twenty-five. Let's just double it for simple math. Ooh. Now my my McDouble's now, which is already at a dollar fifty or whatever it is, mm-hmm. now it's going to be three dollars. Right, so the dollar menu is going to be obsolete, and then in general, prices for me are going to go up generally. Yeah. Um, there is another side to it though, but mm-hmm. I still think there's a negative side to it. So now, if the employers are going to be forced to pay a higher wage, that means if they want to continually maintain the profits that they have or increase them, Mm -hmm. they're going to have to do probably one of two things. Well, they're going to have to do one thing and it's going to be cut costs, right? How they cut costs is going to be dependent on the company. Mm -hmm. And I think they can do it in, you know, going off of the food and beverage example, they're either going to have to get their, the, the products that they serve themselves Mm -hmm. uh, at a less expensive rate. Right. Yeah. Or I, I guess they can do three things: the products that they get less expensive, the the they have to become more efficient at their current processes and what they do for delivering to their customers, or mm-hmm. they're going to need to eliminate some roles. Yeah. Right. So some jobs are going to be eliminated because let's say you know they're going to create a robot that can flip burgers, which I think they I think they literally already made it in Japan. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Japan is another thing. Japan is yeah. like all robots, but anyways. <laughs> Different so that's what, I, that's what I think. I think that if they do do that, yes, it will help people, but in turn, the, the prices of other things may go up. But at the same time, it will force companies to innovate if they still want to be profitable. But then that yeah. innovation, that could lead into potential job loss and like, I don't know. So on and so forth, but mm-hmm. yeah, that's that's my opinion of it. So I guess I would say I'm not for it, but I do see that the cost of living is going up, mm-hmm. right? Rents mm-hmm. are going up. I mean, you know, I'm a landlord, right? So I, I increase rents every year. Like other, you know, I, I know that the prices of inflation is currently hitting us, right? Especially since all these stimulus checks. So yeah. I think inflation will just become more. So it's, I don't know, I'm very against it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm interested to hear like what, what you think in terms of at least your, what you were thinking around uh, being – well, no, you were against it, but then your dad was for it. So, yeah, tell me what you think. Yeah, so I myself was against it because okay. you know it's part of what we were talking about earlier where we said, yeah, yeah. if someone's going to give me more money um, just for doing nothing or minimally nothing, I, I mean, yay, more money, right? Yeah. You'd think. Yeah. You'd uh, think. But mm. uh, the money for me is – it's not – in the money it's in the individual so i think we, we mm. need to get people more money but i think the way we're going about getting people more money is incorrect so by mm. giving more money for the same amount of work or the same amount of effort that's where the problem lies so mm. i'll give the scenario of john the bagger john the bagger at um, walmart john simply puts things in a bag does John need $15 an hour? Uh, probably not. Depending on John's life situation, I don't know what's going on with John's mm-hmm. life. Yes. But yeah. mm-hmm. I know a lot of people fall into the, okay, the $9 an hour job, $8 an hour job. Those are the jobs for the high school individuals. And I agree mm-hmm. with that. I understand that the population of high school individuals may not be able to supply the workforce as needed for the baggers. 
But, you know, some of us make decisions to do less or to do more. But mm-hmm. I think the way that this sh- should have came, the money should have come from the businesses. So an idea I came up with is what if we did some sort of tax cut for businesses if you have employees that are working and are paid higher? So we look at the mm. average um, salary of a business, right? If you can get mm. your average salary of your company up to this level, we will give you a tax cut. And we put it on a bracket. So now that incentivizes mm. you as a company to take John the Bagger and put him in a training mm. program. John the Bagger mm. is now in a training program to achieve higher so that he can now become a manager. And now John the Bagger mm. is being skilled He's been trained, and he deserves to make that extra $15 now because he's worked for it. So a mm. company themselves is not going to give away money for free, right? Mm. They're going to realize that, hey, I have to bump my um, my average salary up in order to hit this next bracket to catch a good cut, mm. right? So mm. let me train employees and then actually value them at a higher level so I'll pay them a higher level because I'm not just going to give it to you for nothing. And I think so. You nice so approach. you so what you're saying is you would think there would be so in terms of I, I I thought your tax idea was interesting because you know obviously large companies that are making millions and billions of dollars they they do everything that they can in order to avoid taxes which makes mm-hmm. sense. Mm-hmm. So you're saying that if if they can get their employees up to a certain level of taxes they would be able to write off an additional amount. Because, or there would be some sort of incentive program tied to raising their minimum wage to a certain threshold. Exactly, exactly. So, but then you also added like this training. So, would it be like an investment? Would it be like they're also, so it would be in addition? So, Mm. I think by doing the tax cut, we'd incentivize them to say, hey, I need to raise my minimum wage or I need to raise what I'm paying my employees. But then you say, Mm. okay, in order to do that, they're not going to just give you more money. And the way that I would think that they would try to do it is to train you to get you to a mm. higher level mm. or mm. somehow fit you into a position where you deserve the money. Because as a business, uh, I've, I've run a very small business before and I don't want to give away free money just because, you know. No, you know. for sure. So mm-hmm. I'm going to escalate your position or give you more responsibility where you deserve the money, you know. Mm. But then, but then you could you could also say so. Kind of taking an opposite point here, mm-hmm. you could say that if you're training John the Bagger to elevate out of this position that he currently has, mm-hmm. then once he elevates, now you're still out of a bagger. Mm. That's true. That's true. You're right. So you could you know what I mean? Because you still almost need that lower. St- you know, my air quotes, lower skilled position. Yeah. Right? And, and if we think of in terms, it is a low skilled position, right? I mean, mm-hmm. anybody can put things in a bag. That's right? true. So, That's true. So what if we find a way around that? If we, like you said. But hold on, hold on. Okay. Talking about low skill, I, I actually want to kind of take a tangent. Yeah, go for have it. Have you ever thought about how to put groceries in a bag? <laughs> have you thought Have you thought about that? So, So I'm a little bit of an analytical guy when it comes to things like that. Like, you know, if I've got, like, uh, I don't know, if I've got bread and I've got cans, you know, I've, obviously you have to do your groupings, you know, and stack them kind of, you know, in a certain way, a Tetris-like, right? So how do you yeah. do it? <laughs> no, but that's the thing. I think that some people don't think that way. 
Because I remember my dad told me some story because my, my parents were in retail for a while and they worked at this uh, chain in Florida. It's called Publix, right? I mean, we're in Florida, so we know, but yeah. those that may not be. But it's called Publix, whatever. It's a, it's a grocery chain. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. He, he had like some person that put eggs on the bottom with like cans <laughs> on top of the eggs. And he was like so pissed. But if you think about it, like it's yeah. like if no one trains you to like be like, yo, you don't put eggs on the bottom. <laughs> You know, that yeah. it's like nobody knows. That's you know? true. That's true. Sometimes people don't have common sense. We all have to agree on that. You're people right. don't have – sometimes people don't have any freaking common sense. Common sense is not so common. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's, that's entirely correct. It's entirely correct. No, I sometimes just, we don't have common sense. When was the time that you didn't have common sense? Ooh, uh, let's not go there just yet. <laughs> <laughs> that means he's got plenty. That means he's got plenty. Oh, my gosh, bro. Okay, I'll throw you one. So today, right? There we go. Last night. or Today? Yeah. Last night? Oh, shit. <laughs> Edging into this morning, right? So I'm outside. I'm hanging with some friends. I'm a car guy, of course. So I'm, I, cool. I go to this car meet, and I'm out there with the boys. We're hanging out, having a good mm-hmm. time. And then we mm-hmm. go out to eat after, and we're just hanging around in the parking lot. Uh, we go to the bowling alley after, and then we, cool. we're just chilling. They're shutting down. We, someone brought out a volleyball. We're just, you know, we're tossing around the volleyball, you know, whatever. In the parking lot. In the parking lot. We're just <laughs> in chilling. In the bowling you know, alley. <laughs> listening to music, whatever. It's a, uh, almost like a weekend, it. right? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. some dude's like, yeah, man, you're slow, bro. You're slow. And he's like, he's like I'm like, yeah, my car's broken right now, so it's a little slow. But I could beat you on foot, though. <laughs> oh, right, right. So we line up. We're going from. Oh, <laughs> we line up. We line up. You know, I'm sitting here, uh, probably I don't know, six six parking spots away from there to the yeah. stoplight, and I'm like, all right, let's see if we can get hit the stop sign first. And, you know, this is four or five of us. We're like, yeah, all right, let's go. We got the girls on the sideline with the cameras out and everything. That's right, that's right. Dude, girls kind of amp it up a little yeah. bit. Like, all oh, the honeys are here. Okay, right? let's we gotta, go. You know? <laughs> so I'm out there and I... Check my foot speed, girl. <laughs> yo, bro, I took my shoes off and everything. I was ready to rumble. <laughs> this man took his shoes off, this man. <laughs> we line oh my up. God. My man says, go. And I'm just like, <laughs> I'm booking it. And I won. I beat them. And then this one guy, this one guy's like, hey, man, I don't know, man. I was in sandals. I, I'm gonna, I want to redo. I want to redo. And I was like, all right. That's fine. That's fine. We can do this again. If you want to get whooped again, that's okay. It's okay. So we line up again. Uh, same race. Again. And he gets off the line faster than I does. But I'm just like, all right, it's okay. Uh, We're good. And then I start picking up on him, and I pass him. And then probably one parking spot away from the stop sign. Bro, I feel a little pop and a snap crackle in my leg. Oh no. my gosh. I still sailed across the pet, the finish line with the wind, but I pulled my hamstring, bro. I oh. it was tragic. I did not feel it no. at first for a while. Like I sat down and I was mellow and then we kept playing volleyball or whatever. Like it was it was rough. But it As was, you're like limping around, yes, like, exactly, <laughs> trying to play it off. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. You know, I had a drink or two, so I was feeling okay enough, yeah, right? Yeah. And then uh, everybody left, and I, I went to the bar. I was like, ah, yeah, I'll have another drink. It was still early. And then mm-hmm. I was sitting at the bar, and my leg just started locking up and started feeling all kinds oh. of funny. And I'm just like, oh, I need to cash out. I need to get out of here. And I yeah. like limped oh. home, and I lay in bed, and I'm telling you excruciating pain excruciating there's like three grades of um uh, a pulled hamstring and i think i was on like grade two grade three is like surgery 
And wow. it was killing me all night. It's only just now I'm starting to feel like kind of okay. That's why oh I didn't go to the gosh. office today. So Yeah. <laughs> that's how you work from home. I work from home. See, so that's why I think it's great because I was able to leverage that today. I was like There you go, man. There you go. I'm not gonna make it today, y'all. <laughs> Gotta keep that option open, right? Yeah, you gotta keep man. that option open. Sitting here uh, with my Tylenol and, <laughs> and That is pack. so funny though, like the you know, the testosterone though. It's like oh, the, yeah. I don't know, when <laughs> when men get together, like we just I don't know. We just want to like, Vibe. you know, macho. Yeah, we, we yeah, like the macho. We want to puff our chest out. Yeah. We want to be like, yeah, you know, I'm faster than you. Like whatever. <laughs> yeah. Like that's so true. Yeah. That is so true. It's definitely the and type it's, of guy it's not too. even like a yeah, but it's not even like a threat. It's just no. like I don't know. It's just what we do. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's just what we do. And and it, the thing is, if he would have won, you'd be like, yeah, okay, whatever. You won. Yeah, you know what I mean. And yeah. you won. It's not like he, you know, got pissy even after you won the second time. It's like, yeah, okay, you definitely won, exactly. right? And that's it. It's nothing but love the whole that's time. It. Nothing but love. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I, I love it. man. We enjoyed it I so much, it. though. I think that that's like you know when you've got a friend group that's like that. You know, we're just racing in all love either way, win or lose. That that's that's yeah. great. It's great. Some real men stuff, man. Some real men stuff. For real. But now I'm like half sitting on my chair here and low-key suffering. But, you know, it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> I took the dove home. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Is it? And it's on video, too. And it's, it's on, on video. video. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> took the dove. I was in a oh full, like, long pants and polo shirt and everything. <laughs> mm. Uh, wow yes. so you had just got off work you, you oh, yeah. literally went from work i left from yeah. work and I, I we were just chilling i was like oh i wish i'd change it was hot last night too oh my gosh oh man it's been hot every day bro for y'all that aren't every in florida day. we've got this like muggy thick heat all day even if the sun's not out at night it's just like oh dripping Ugh. <laughs> and you walk out it, it, it's almost sometimes like it's like you walk out of your house mm -hmm. which is nice and cool and air conditioning yeah. and it feels like you walk into like a cloud yeah. it's like you're you're in a hot cloud <laughs> it's like what is happening yeah yeah it's like a cloud sometimes if it's wet enough like really muggy enough you like walk into a pool <laughs> and it's just so like Florida man Florida summers oh. I'm telling you brutal i love it though man i love it yeah. i saw this tiktok the other day though it was like this girl was talking about how people in florida are are very casual about a lot of things that we shouldn't be casual about <laughs> and one of the things that she talked about was alligators mm. how casual we are about alligators True. i mean how many how many times have you seen an alligator i've seen an alligator more fingers and toes than i have oh honestly. of course of course yeah that's florida bro i mean <laughs> yeah and it's and that's the thing i mean people th there was this video of this guy who they're like his dog or something like that like his little chihuahua dog was mm. like by the the river and the <laughs> the gator grabbed it and this dude goes up to the gator opens the yes. gator's mouth and takes <laughs> the dog out and throws the gator back in oh. and i'm like what the hell is going on <laughs> I remember that. I remember that. They were like on a canal Dude. or something like that. And the dog's yeah. running up, barking, hanging out. Oh, my gosh. And gets taken. Oh, my gosh. It was tragic, bro. It was tragic. But, like, owners, Floridians, I don't know if it's that, like, uh, I'm going to get this quick burst of energy because I'm, like, a dog mom, you know. Got to protect my yeah. dog child. But, yeah. I think it is. It's Look at this, man. Look at this. I'm sharing my screen. Hold on. Right. Look at this thing. What do we got here? Yeah. Oh. 
No, but this dude literally like saves the dog. That's that's what it, it kind of just blows my mind because to what you said, it's it's like a, an ad playing of a child. It's literally like having a child and yeah. that's how people treat their dogs. That it's crazy. It's insane to me. All right, let's take a look here. Look at this. Look at this dude. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and they got it on video too. Bro. Wow. He's opening up the dog's the gator's mouth. Bro, he is waist deep in the water with he the gator. He is waist deep. <laughs> waist deep straddling this gator. Bro. Oh my gosh. And the dog flees. Oh, he has to pull out his fingers. Oh. He pulled out he pulled out his fingers out of the Jeez. Holy cow. Dude, that is crazy, man. <sighs> That's how it is, man. Having having a dog though is really it's it's you're ha- it's a child. Yeah. You, it's 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 literally a child. These days, like, I don't know, man. I, I'm I'm not. I know I know you're 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 on the fence about dogs, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a little partial to dogs, but I mean, I love. Don't tell chicks that, bro. Yeah, chicks don't no, like no, that. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I was swiping on Tinder. It's like, ah, oh, dog mom, dog mom, dog mom. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. I don't want to be a dog dad, but if I have to, <laughs> it's crazy. It's crazy. Did your Did your family have pets? So we had like parakeets, and um, at one point we were living with this other family that had a chinchilla. And um, chinchilla—that sounds familiar. Is it a type of lizard or something? Uh, what is a chinchilla? I'm trying to remember. I'm trying to. Remember. Oh, you said the name, but you remember? <laughs> I'm trying to like visualize it. It's not coming to me, but like, yeah. Yo, was... I feel like everyone everyone has heard of a chinchilla, but nobody knows what a chinchilla is. Oh my is. gosh, let's pop a chinchilla right here. Chinchilla. Oh, it's it's some type of like rat. Yeah, it's not a rat, a but like a rodent. Like, rodent. Yeah, 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 yeah. So they had okay. a chinchilla. Okay. Um, um, what else was there? We had hamsters. You know, the, hamsters. the little things, shit like that. But like, yeah, we yeah. didn't have any dogs or any cats. Okay. But you know yeah. what? I had friends that had dogs that had cats. So I learned to love my friends' animals because there you go. I don't have to pick up their shit. That's right. (laughs) So I don't know. What about you? You, you, Obviously, you know your parents Mm. got a dog. Yeah, dude, I've had, I've had, uh, we've had quite a few animals. Yeah. So, yeah, we've had. I mean, since I was a kid, we've had four dogs, and then my mom, my mom has a dog. Not all at once, but like, yeah, yeah, you know, over time, Mm -hmm. we've had four dogs. My mom has a dog now, so five dogs, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Um, we've had, we've had three cats. <laughs> we've had a bird, and the bird was interesting because it was a like when I was in kindergarten, mm-hmm. they had like this bird that they passed around to different families all summer. And it's like, dude, yeah, it was we. I don't know. They like we had this bird, and it was like, okay, yeah, I'm gonna give it to this family for like two weeks, and then this. So we passed around this bird. It was was it like a yeah, school? Yeah, it was thing? interesting. Yeah, it was a school thing. It was a school thing. Uh, that's an interesting uh, way to like get pets into the home without like uh, yeah, you know, requiring it of a parent like with all of that crazy responsibility. Exactly. Yeah. That's what it is. That's really what a pet is. You know, to me. And I don't know, yeah. my point, the point I am in my life, I, I'm not ready for those kind of responsibilities. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, I, I feel you. So, I, I definitely feel you. Yeah. No, but we also had two turtles. So we had uh, two green turtles. Okay. And those are pretty low. My turtle, yeah, you got to clean their, t- no, they're not. Nah. You got to clean their tank. <laughs> you got to clean them. You got to like, dude, and my turtle, like actually 
killed my sister's turtle. <laughs> yeah. Dang. Dude, so yeah, so um I don't know those 90 babies out 90s babies out there. So we <laughs> me and my sister got turtles at the same time. We somehow convinced my parents. We were probably like I don't know, seven years old, eight years old. So like we were help. It was like something that we would help to, you know, our parents take care of the turtles. It was our turtles, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So we called them Phil and Lil, right? From the Rugrats. <laughs> yeah. Right? Because, you know, they were the same, yeah, you know, Phil yeah. and Lil, whatever. The time, yeah. So when we would feed them, my turtle was very aggressive. Like he would just like snap go, like whenever we would give the little pellets. Yeah. Well, no, not like snapping us, but like whenever we would give the pellets mm-hmm. of like food for them to eat. He would just like like the other turtles trying to get, and he would just like eat it and like you know basically take all the pellets and everything. <laughs> and I remember like we had left to go to see like some family friends or something that were out of town, and I think we asked my grandmother to like watch the turtles and just like feed them. And I think it was maybe for like I don't know like three days, mm-hmm. four days, mm-hmm. something like that. Yeah, like, you know, a few days. And when we come back. I think my grandmother fed them like the first day and then she forgot. <laughs> and then we came back and my turtle was there like swimming around trying to like, uh-huh, uh-huh. yo, like what's good? <laughs> and the other turtle's like shell was like half eaten oh. and it was just like there like dead. Oh and I was gosh. like, oh my gosh. That traumatized me, dude. I was I was like seven years old. I was like, Jeez. what is going on here? My turtle. No. Oh my gosh. No, Dead. <laughs> that's when your parents had to sit you down and have the conversation about death and life that's right that's right <laughs> so tell life me this have you ever had like that like that formal conversation with your parents about life and death mm. man I don't know if we've ever like like we've had conversations about it yeah but I don't remember the conversation where it was introduced. Mm. I feel like I've always known about it. Okay. And, you know, my mom is kind of religious and my dad is, like, kind of religious. Not really. They, like, believe in God, but they don't, you mm-hmm. know, go to church or anything like that. They just say it once in a yeah, while. Yeah, yeah. And they're like, yeah, you know, what God has in store for me, etc. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. And... Yeah, they were just no. We've never we've talked about it, but it was never like, hey, like things die. This is what I guess. I've always just yeah. It's never like they never explained that to me. So I'm assuming that based on the question, they had that. You know, your parents had that with you. No, they didn't. No, no, no. Oh, okay. okay. So we like same scenario, but like is that something that you would have with your kids? I would like. Do you think you would actually talk to them like about? Life in, and maybe maybe we have we just don't remember yeah, right maybe, I, don't, I don't know maybe yeah. because it could have been exposed to us at a pretty young age but I don't know I mm. feel like uh, I just came to that realization based off of like uh, like like kind of like you said uh, I'm a church boy you know through through back in the mm-hmm. day you know every weekend mm-hmm. religiously of course <laughs> and yeah. I like you know they kind of talk about Jesus and God dying and you know so that was kind of always a factor so i don't know if it was that or just watching the tv and hearing and seeing Mm. people die and get shot and cartoons at the time but i don't think i've ever like had that sit down convo you know yeah Yeah. i mean (laughs) maybe to kind of have did your parents ever talk to you about like the birds and the bees type of thing no yeah yeah, me neither. I don't I never remember like I never remembered them talking specifically about like sex or like nope. anything like that. Nope. 
once no. again pushing the religious ah abstinence is key like we never talked yeah. about it but we like yeah. you know if it was ever brought up it's like you need to not be doing that <laughs> yeah. And then it's just like, you know, the conversation ended. Because, you know, it's an awkward, awkward conversation for you and your parents. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's just kind of. I don't know. And, and I think about that as a father, right? Yeah. Like, I don't know. I feel like I would, I would want to educate. Like, yes, it may be awkward, right? And they may be like, oh, why are you telling me about that? You're my dad. Or whatever it may be. Yeah. But still, I, I feel like as a father, you know, if it's my son and, you know, hopefully the the woman that I marry, right, will mm-hmm. want to do this as well. But I think that it's up to us to educate our children about this stuff because in, in my personal opinion, mm-hmm. I think that if you keep a child, which I've seen, I've seen people, if you keep a child too sheltered, right? And yeah. you're like, oh, you can't party. You can't you know, have boyfriends or girlfriends, mm-hmm. you can't do this, you can't do that, blah, blah, blah. It's almost like you're, you're like, you're like taking a freaking helium balloon <laughs> and you're like pushing it and you're like condensed, you're like pushing it, pushing it, pushing it, pushing it. And then all of a sudden when the, as, when their parents aren't there anymore, like at college or some random, I don't know, yeah. like whatever. First chance. Dude, that literally all of that release, all that pressure that you build up just goes. And it's not even like the, the balloon is like slowly <laughs> going up. It's like the balloon shoots out Yeah. and then they just do everything. And then that's when, you know, yeah, crazy trouble. stuff happens. Yeah. yeah, definitely, definitely. I don't know. I think my, exactly. my parents understood that I kind of like. I knew what was going on. I don't know if they just felt the vibe and they're just like, ah, we don't need to tell him, you know? Because yeah, I, I was yeah. a bad kid, you know? I kind of knew about the birds and the bees a little bit. No, let me tell you about this, mm-hmm. right? I was in, yeah. I think it's fifth grade. They mm-hmm. they sit you down and they give you the normal like, birds and bees. Talk. It was fifth grade for me too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I remember. Yeah, go ahead. But go ahead. here's the shift. In my school, I, I was a private school up till seventh grade, right? And in fifth grade, they hit us with the, all about me class or video or whatever so instead of teaching Mm. us about the birds and the bees men and women they sat us down and talked to us strictly about ourselves and the changes Mm. that we would see in our own bodies and like puberty kind of yeah yeah it was more of a training Uh. on puberty and you know it was like hey okay so you're this might happen you might wake up like this one day and this is why yeah yeah. they don't they Mm -hmm. didn't dive into the like well, that thing is there for you to reproduce, son, and this is how you do it. Mm. They didn't get into that mm. at all. But <laughs> <laughs> this is how you do it. This is how you have yeah, sex. Exactly. I mean, I don't, right? know. I, don't I, mean I don't know it's all that, but <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> this is how you do it. <laughs> but at my Christian yeah, school, you know, that's they they gave us it's all all about me. And my mom had to yeah. sign a little waiver and everything, stating that it was okay yeah. for them to show it to me. And like yeah. I was like, oh, okay, okay. And the rest I kind of learned on the internet, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. What was but yours? I don't know, to? dude. The, the internet is a bad source, I feel like, to learn about that shit, you know? Like, it was you think of, you know? so you think of like porn addiction, right? Like, porn mm. addiction is a real thing. It is. Like, that's, a, I, I don't, I don't, I personally don't suffer from it. I don't think you suffer from it either. But do you? So, once upon a time, you know, when I, once upon a time, back in the day. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. When you first learned about it, you're just like, whoa. Yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> I had a blip where I, I, I learned about it. And then I was like, wow, this is great. What do people do with this? Because I didn't know. I didn't know yeah, what anything didn't know, was. So I was That's like, when you're figuring out your body, right? Oh, yeah, like, yeah. I'm, just, I'm oh watching and I'm just like, this is great. I like it. I'm, like, <laughs> stimulated. But, like, I'm just sitting here with my hands on the computer. And I was like, ah, I guess I'll watch it because yeah. I feel bad. Like, I probably should be watching yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. This is the bad aspect. No, but that... You know? 
that that stuff is like a real thing though man and like that's why where i'm getting at Mm -hmm. is that like learning about sex on the internet in which i think a lot of people would agree with this and you know maybe i'm wrong right but Mm -hmm. I, I it's not it's not real like sex on the internet is not real sex yeah right like it's not like that that's not how sex normally happens no right no, no. you can obviously create sex to be that way yeah but you know it's well, i don't know I, I think it's more about the connection so like in my opinion so you know the best sex i've ever had is when you feel like connected to the person it's not all these crazy positions it's not all of this oh i flipped her around three times <laughs> and she did a double black flip yeah. and like you know it's, it's not all that right yeah. like yeah you can make that happen uh-huh. but it's like but the best is when it's like okay you're in it i'm in it like you yeah. know like you feel connected and that connection it's hard to describe but you know what i'm talking about i know exactly and what you're talking about yeah, I had them yeah. some of that. And that's what you look and, for. That was crazy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but like I don't know, I feel like there's there's different sides of everything, you know. So mm. you could approach sex in the meaningful, like, wow, yeah, like this is the passionate love making, you know. And then there's also like I don't know, I've I've been playing the field for a little bit these days. I've been a little single and mm-hmm. you know, you don't build mm-hmm. that emotional connection right off the bat with every girl you meet. And sometimes mm-hmm. it's just the need to yeah. get it out yeah. there, you know? I get you. And that is sufficient. And then sometimes there's the mm-hmm. need to wow and amaze with all the fancy, you know? And, you know, mm-hmm. you have fun doing it. It's less so of like mm-hmm. a passionate, like, lovemaking, but more so like a, um, you know, we're here, we're trying new things, and we're having fun together, you know? Yeah, for sure. Oh, for sure. So uh, there's, there's spectrums, there's spectrums, you know? I don't know if... No, no know, doubt. One is better than the other or anything, but, I, you know, there's spectrums to it. Yeah. And I think and I think what's interesting about this topic is that it comes down to experience. Mm. Like, and and I think that, you know, uh, you know, you talk about women, right? And women, women get a lot of shit for having sex, you know, with a lot of men, which, yeah. you know, I... I don't know. And, you know, we could go down this rabbit hole, but we won't get too too much into it, at least uh, on this version. But, you know, I don't want a woman that slept, slept with everyone, right? Mm-hmm. But I want a woman that has a little bit of experience. Like, if I... Like, because if I'm with a woman and, you know, she doesn't... She's too inexperienced to know, like, what bad sex is and what good sex is... Mm then I think we'll never together achieve great sex. Yes. Yes. Because if she's only known me or she's only known like, let's say one other guy, like I think minimum, like minimum, if you want to have, I mean, no, this isn't, I'm I'm just throwing it out there. Uh But I think minimum, at least a girl should have sex with two or three guys, like at least to kind of get a spectrum, Mm -hmm. probably Mm -hmm. at least three or four, maybe just to kind of get a spectrum of like, okay, this was good. This was not. And you can kind of like understand, right? And, uh-huh. and I think that's that's even more so for men. And I think that women kind of give men shit sometimes, and <laughs> not as much as women get shit. No, but no. men sometimes get stuff. Men sometimes get shit for you know because we're whore dogs or whatever, yeah. and we want to have sex all the time, blah blah blah. But if you think about it, like as a woman, and obviously I can't talk for a woman. You know, I'm sure we can get mm-hmm. you know a, a woman on this podcast to give us their opinion. But I think that as a woman. 
you know, you would want a man, depending on your style of sex and what you like to get into, mm-hmm. you would want a man that's a little bit more experienced. You want a man that like knows what he's doing, yeah, right? Yeah. It's like, and and maybe some women may disagree, hey, right? And that's that's, that's okay, right? Depending on, yeah, yeah. all good. But I, I would almost say the majority, it's like, okay, obviously they don't want us to have sex with like a, a million women. Mm-hmm. But if you know what to do, you know how to react, you know, like, you know, at least a, a handful of positions or, or so that you can direct and you can lead and you can do all these things. Yeah. Then I think that that's, you know, important. It is. Right. And it's, and, and you, the only way you get that is experience. through experience yeah. is through experience. Yeah. I was talking to one of my partners recently about, um, mm-hmm. how sex definitely has a fluidity to it. Right. And mm. sometimes when you're either doing it with someone for the first time or, you know, just, having an off day the flow is off you can sense that ah this isn't really flowing the way i want it to i mean things Mm -hmm. are happening Mm -hmm. but like i'm not really in it we're both not in it we're kind of disconnected kind of and that i feel like for me at least majority of like first time experiences they they happen where like the flow is kind of you know because you're feeling it out you don't know the other person yeah you know, sometimes, sure. so I feel like that happens, but once I get to know you and what you mm. like and you know what I like based off, you know, mm. things you've tried, mm-hmm. the flow picks up. But I, I see what you're saying where, like, men and women get hate for it. I think it's a little lower than that. Like, I think mm. men get, like, hate, but then, like, women really get dogged out for like oh yeah i mean it's it's 10 times worse if not more yeah yeah and it's kind of it's kind of crazy i don't i love when someone is you know knowledgeable and like we can just dive right into having a good time right off the jump and Mm. also having someone that has no no experience is like it's 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 something fun to do as well to sit down and teach and learn but then it's like they're in their head. If they can not be in their head about it and just relax and have a good time with mm-hmm. no experience, it, it's it's great. It's a great time. But yeah. I've seen both sides of the spectrum and had good and both, good and not so good with both. And it's kind of you know, mm-hmm. it's a person by person as as with everything. Yeah, definitely. But I'd say though, like based on personal experience, having someone that you regularly hook up with. Mm-hmm. I would much rather prefer than like having a one night stand. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So if you can have that regular consistency, you kind of build a connection through that. And it's like And that's what leads to feelings exactly. though. Exactly. Yeah. Mm. And feelings amp sexual relations so much, you know, like you were oh saying. Oh my gosh, yeah. So having yeah. that, like, consistency and just being familiar with someone, period, you know, it's just, ah, it's great, it's great stuff. And it leads to nothing oh, but yeah. goodness, majority of the time. <laughs> big time, big time. I love it, man. I love it. Yeah, man. Whew. Heavy. I know. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Oh my gosh. I gotta Where's make, my girl at? Yeah, yeah. I gotta make some weekend plans. Hold on. <laughs> what are you doing this weekend? Oh man, I don't know. I think I've got I got a little bit of homework to do, but one of Oof. my buddies he, he hit me up uh, two days ago. He's like, "Hey man, let's all um, let's get all the boys together and let's let's go to Koei's and and sit down and uh, you know, just you know, just the guys." And I was like, "Okay, what's going on? What, what's up? You getting married or something?" 
And mm-hmm. he, like, puts the laughing emoji in the chat. I was like, ah, shoot. Man went and proposed. <laughs> uh, what, does he want to, like, celebrate or something? Probably. Still announce it to yeah. you guys? Yeah. Jerry's still out. We're not yeah, sure. one of my... <laughs> uh, how, how do you know this guy? Oh, this is one of my, like, longtime friends back from middle school, you know. Yeah, man. Old school. Wow, so he's getting married at, like, what, like, 22, 23? He's 26. Yeah, yeah. Oh, 26. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so he's a little bit older. He's a little older than me, yeah. No, I, I'm got, okay, okay. Just my friend group is kind of varied. You know, obviously. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh. Cool, cool. Good for him, man. Good for him. Yeah, one of, my, one of my best friends is getting married as well. He's getting married, and he's the same age as me, so, like, 27, 28. He's getting married in... Uh, December. Mm. So. Oh yeah, I think you guys were talking about this the other day. Yeah, Luke. I don't know if you met Luke, but yeah, he's a good guy, man. He's a good guy. It's yeah. exciting, man. Weddings are weddings are a big deal, man. People people love weddings. Pe- weddings are people pretty weddings. great. I mean, I haven't been to many <laughs> for attendees, right? Yeah, for, yeah. For, uh, for a guest. Hey, man. <laughs> shoot, I, catered meals and and all I gotta bring is a gift. What? <laughs> Open bar. Open you hope? bar. <laughs> I get to meet some single friends of yours that are now friends of mine. Yeah. I mean, how can I be upset? There you go, bro. There you go. Yeah, I think, I don't know, though. Sometimes weddings, it's like people are so judgmental about weddings. And it's kind of a shame. Yes, dude. What? Yes. People are so judgmental of weddings. On all sides. Mm. All sides. At least from from what I've experienced, mm-hmm. from the weddings that I've been to, yeah. like you know, I've been, obviously over the course of my life, I've had different girlfriends, I've been to different weddings, mm-hmm. you know, different friends, whatever. But dude, people judge. Like I can have like you've been to birthday parties, right? Yeah. Of mine, right? I'll have a birthday party, mm-hmm. and nobody's out. I mean, and you know, maybe you've been to weddings, but this is at least my experience. Mm-hmm. Nobody's out here talking shit about my birthday party. Like, <laughs> oh yeah. You know, Jacob didn't have enough sausages or he ran out of mustard or like, (laughs) you know, we ran out of beer after four hours, even though I had, you know, 15 (laughs) beers. I mean, what the hell is going on? You know, nobody's saying that. But at weddings, like people are petty about that. People are like, people judge the food. People judge the venue. People judge this. People judge that. It's like, dude, I'm telling you people shit on weddings. Oh my gosh. It's insane, bro. It's insane. Because the expectation is so high. Like, it's <laughs> it's stupid high for no reason. You know? Now that you say that, uh, I remember this one TV show where, like, there's, like, four brides and they go around, like, judging each other's weddings and the dresses and all that stuff. Yeah. Dude. Yes. <laughs> it's oh an my industry, gosh. Yeah, it's, it's terrible, dude. It is, man. It's an industry and it's like we all fall into the trap. Yeah, yeah. It's like, yo, if it was up to me, I would do it the same way like I do my birthdays, bro. I would have a freaking keg of beer or whatever <laughs> beer. I would make some some of my freaking ribs, yeah. right? And it would be, you know, it would be thoughtful like, you of know, course. my friends are going to DJ, everyone's going to, you know, there's yard games in the back, mm-hmm. like everyone's having a good time, whatever, all my friends, all my family, blah blah blah. Yeah. But now it's like, dude, they put this label on it that makes it wedding. And yeah. now you have to have an extravagant thing where everything has to be – each plate has to cost you, you know, 30 bucks. True. And you're inviting 100 people to your wedding. And it's like <laughs> – it's crazy, yeah, bro. Yeah, there's plate costs and all kinds of analysis. You should just call it a family reunion, right? <laughs> and they'll probably charge it cheaper. Low key. Like there, there's actually a thing. Uh-huh. What's that uh, What's that show? Uh, Adam Ruins Everything. You ever seen that uh, show? You ever heard of that mm-hmm, show? Mm-hmm, I've heard of it. So it's, it's by True TV and he does one on weddings mm, mm-hmm. and he talks about how, you know, uh, 
the only reason why weddings are around is because like the rich and famous did it and people were trying to like elevate to the rich and you know any anyone who's listening like yeah look at that like weddings Mm -hmm. uh and adam ruins everything and it's it's pretty interesting man like the only reason why they have white dresses is because back in the day when people used to get married Mm -hmm. like the only if you if you think about it like there was a lot more manual work back then so people were like working on farms and like doing all this whatever it is and so white people didn't have white things because white gets dirty yeah yeah. right so white was 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 reserved for the wealthy Mm, so now it's like you know yeah so (laughs) and now people wanted to assume wealth and then as the the status of living became you know weddings got bigger and bigger and then a whole industry goes around it they even said it was something ridiculous like you want to rent or like on average if you if you do something that is considered like a reunion or a family party or something Mm -hmm, like that mm -hmm. like all the same stuff and then you do it as a wedding it's on average like ten thousand dollars more it's 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 crazy it's crazy i think i've heard that before i think i've heard that before you just say yeah it's not a wedding no it's just a a few people no uh yeah i was watching this one show and if it was a wedding they, you had to use, like, the venue's approved caterers. You had to use the venue's approved, mm. like, stylist. A bunch of stuff like that. They have a wedding package. And in order to use this venue at, for a wedding, you have to use their package. Versus, like, mm. I just want an event. Just give me the room. And yeah. they actually, like, monitor that stuff. And they, they'll come into your event and be like, this looks like a wedding. <laughs> Upcharge. <laughs> I got your credit card information. <laughs> right, right. You got the deposit. <laughs> That's crazy. That's a, the thing, man. Oh it's an God. industry. But that's, you know... It is. That's commercial America, man. That's commercial America. It is, dude. People will pay for it. And people still do. Yeah. They people won't stop. <laughs> I think there's definitely, like, a a shift in the trend a little bit, you know? People are mm. getting a little more low-key. And, you know, people are, like, living in off-grid homes and things like that. The yeah, traditional true. way of living is kind of moving. Just like the traditional way of working we were talking about earlier. You know, we're evolving. A little bit, mm. but you know, there's still grandmas alive that uh, like to see their. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like that's what I was thinking. That's what I was thinking about as you were saying that. It's like okay, yes, you know, us as a couple may be okay mm-hmm. with doing something a little, a little less extravagant. Yeah. But then, then it's like okay, you're a wedda or your grandma mm-hmm. or whatever, or even your mom or your dad or your cousin or your uncle or I don't know who, whoever else yep. your aunt. Are you ready to be faced with that judgment? No. Yeah. That's definitely And I think some people will take that and be like, you know, okay, (laughs) no, I'm going to spend the money because I want it to be nice and then whatever. But if you think about it, you can't even escape people's judgment. No. You can't. Because no matter what you do, someone's going to say something about something. Yep. Yep. (laughs) Exactly. So that comes down to like doing it for yourself and for your party. Yes. You got to look at each other and and see what each other wants and just like, hey, All right. Do I feel like satisfying my family today? No. All right. We're not doing it. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly, bro. And I think that almost comes down to like, you know, the basic principle what, you know, everyone preaches everywhere, which I think is important. But mm-hmm. at the end of the day, you have to not care what people think to a certain extent. Yeah. Like if you, if you know what's good for you and, you know, you're doing your thing and mm-hmm. you know what's best for you. And if you truly know what's best for you, not this skewed view yeah. of like doing drugs and you think that yeah i'm just gonna keep doing this because it's good for me it's It's like no if you know what's best for you (laughs) 
and you like know what's up and if people are going to judge you like screw that man yeah. like do do what's good for you and like your life and exactly you know that's the most important thing i think you've got to like uh, not take everybody's word with a grain of salt but it all rolls back to that same trust factor where it's like okay i'm going to ask you for your opinion or maybe you, you give me your unsolicited opinion and then i will make a decision based off of how much I trust you, whether I want to accept yeah. your opinion. Well, not accept, but do I want to heed your words and then maybe shift my ways based off of what you've given me? You know, I've got to process that information. And in processing yeah. it, I will decide how much I want to trust your opinion, you know? Because if I know yeah. you as a bullshitter, I'm, you know, and you tell me some advice, I'm, you're a bullshitter. Yeah. I'm a, you know. Big time. That's who you and are. And you know what? This guy, th- this guy told me this advice uh, on YouTube. One of these guys that I follow, he's really mm-hmm. good. His name's Richard Cooper, mm-hmm. um, but he's in like a red pill manosphere. But that's for another episode. But in terms of people's opinions, which I will probably say this again on on other podcast episodes because I think we might touch this topic more. But if you think about people's opinions, right? We take people's opinions into consideration. If I say, Chris. Like your your piece of shit, your your room is a mess. Like Bullshit. your job is a piece of shit. Like you suck, right? Like you suck in everything, and you're just kind of. Like, and obviously, this is a very extreme example. Yeah. But I'm like, you're like, oh, okay, whatever. <laughs> M- what my point is is that, like, people that give you their opinions, mm-hmm. like the only the only opinions that you should take into account are those that you wouldn't mind trading places with. Mm. So what do I mean? When I give you my opinion, like you, you, when I give you my opinion about maybe something that you're doing or a decision that you make or whatever it may be, or if I'm like giving you advice, I don't know, advice or something like that Mm -hmm. on something, it's like, okay, before you take this person, any of this person's opinions or advice or whatever, seriously, you should reflect on where they are in their life, Mm. where they're going, and more importantly, would you trade places with them? So would you trade places with them and their position in life? Interesting. And if you and, and if that's yes, if you say yes, I would trade places with that person, then you should probably take that person's opinion, you know, you should probably really listen to that person's opinion and their advice. I see. If you yeah, and if you say no, if you're like no, I wouldn't trade places with that person, mm-hmm. then that shows you the decisions that they've made. And, you know, their method of thinking, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. right? And then you can kind of say, okay, your opinion, you know, you can kind of almost brush it off if you want. Mm -hmm. I still think that you should take into consideration because maybe it gives you a different point of view. Yeah. But I think that you should consider it less so than someone that you would would trade places with. So that's what I'm getting at. Yeah, no, that totally makes sense. It's it's like you said where it – what you have decided and the ideals that you have followed thus far have brought you to where you are. So – Mm. I'm not going to listen, like you said, to the guy that's on, on the corner side shooting up and saying, hey, man, invest in crypto, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Which, hey, man, crypto may be good investment. Yeah, no, 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 no. Hey, it may <laughs> it be. It went down. It might be a discount. I don't know what's going yeah, on. Yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> discount. No, no, but yeah. I, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah, versus no, the guy that's sure. like, you know, the hedge fund owner and he's like, yo, I'm doing this and it's working for me. You should probably mm. try this, you know. But then on yeah. the same side, there's also the people that are just like, uh, you got the crackhead on the side of the road that's giving you the, bro, don't do crack. <laughs> you know? Yeah. That's true. So that's like, true. Should, should you not listen to him and do crack, right? I mean, <laughs> hey, you know? Yeah. I mean, that, that I think takes some intelligence. Yeah, you know, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> of course, like anything. Yeah, yeah. You know, but common sense ain't so common, bro. 
<laughs> no, you're right. You're right. Eggs on the bottom of the basket. Eggs on the bottom of the grocery bag. <laughs> it's out there. on that, man. On that, this was a this is a good first episode. Uh, it's been good talking to you, man. Well, I'm I'm really excited to explore all these a lot of these other topics that we talked about. Yeah. Um. So, uh, th- this was awesome. Of course, man. Of course, it's always great talking to you, brother. And so I think we're gonna do this. You know, maybe every maybe every week or every couple of weeks, we'll decide. Yeah. But um, we'll tune in for the next episode. I hope others that are listening to this enjoyed it. Um, always appreciate feedback. We're always looking to improve what we talk about yeah. uh, and talk about new ideas. So let's see. Yeah. Throw us some feedback. Throw us some topics you want us to hit on. Whatever. We're waiting for it. We're ready for it. Thanks for listening. Awesome. Thank, thanks for walking down the hallway with us. <laughs> <laughs> see you All in right. the next one. See ya. <laughs>